0: Hmm. Recorded live.
1: Good morning, everybody. Hello. Oh. Well.
2: Hello. Lars. Yes, I can hear you. Okay, very good. But the uh, guests are on hold now. Okay. Yep. I, Everybody can hear us.
3: I put my hit my recording button, but it's just spinning. Recording. Okay. Let's press it again. Okay, it's just uh. I'm recording. It's just giving so me
2: the- I start the record or press the start recording button in instant seminar or it, or is is it's it's necessary.
3: Yeah, we, we should do it.
2: Okay, and then and I I, try. I
3: held everybody, they can't hear us, but it's it's being recorded. But if um did you have the start recording there, yes. Mary? Everything started but my recording button tab is circling with the blue and I can't Okay, so Lars, any of
2: us yes, can press it. I try it's but it doesn't work or ah no it's okay it says recording okay it's working it's
4: working, it's working. I'm gonna right unhold
3: up. everybody okay and, we'll be good and to I can't tab into anybody I'm my computer's stuck it's just I can't get who's on the but phone you can and, still talk Mary they're gonna still hear you because I can hear you okay but I can't okay. on the call if you're on the call you might not be able to manipulate the web page you could refresh that. Okay, but you're going to be hurt. Okay, I'm going to unhold everybody as soon as you guys are ready. Okay, so I can't view the technology, but I'll I'll go ahead and um okay, very good. Okay? So I'll unhold them. Okay. Okay, Mary.
1: Good morning, everybody. Hello?
4: They can't talk yet, Mary.
1: Okay.
3: Can they hear me?
4: Yes.
3: Okay. Good morning, everybody. My name is Mary, and I have Angela and Lars on the call on this beautiful Saturday morning community call. Angela and Lars, would you like to say hello?
2: Hello. My name is Lars. Good morning, everybody.
3: It's Angela. And Lars and I, Mary, are Masterful Living students in the second year. So I'm going to um, pray us in. And so um, I invite everybody to place their hand on their heart and take a deep breath in. Breath of gratitude and thankfulness. We are grateful and thankful for Jennifer and that she has created this sacred space Where we can come together, gather together, like minded students, fellow students, and masterful living. We consciously invoke the higher Holy Spirit Self, all of heaven, the ascended masters, archangels, to be with us. We partner up with the higher Holy Spirit Self. We are willing to turn all the heavy lifting over to the higher Holy Spirit self. We are making a holy offering of our of our friendships, our relationships. We are willing to have all of our relationships to turn them over to the higher Holy Spirit self and turn them into holy relationships, with our hearts and mind open to the highest possible love in all of our relationships. Grateful and thankful to share the love, to share the healing, the expansion, and the oneness with everyone, because we are one with them. In grace and gratitude, we allow it to be. I just wanted to make a couple brief announcements regarding the technology. If you um, are joining us, everybody will be unmuted in the beginning. And it always uh, promotes a very peaceful call if you take the time to manage your own noise by self-muting, which is star six. And then you can unmute by star seven. Also, there's a star two if you have would like to raise your hand. So this is uh, your call. And Lars and Angela and then myself are here to... Um, Facilitate your group and just to uh be blessed by the community. Thank you so much for calling in today. Would we'll anyone go ahead and unmute everybody? Okay. Okay. So Lars, do you want to change the conference
2: mode?
0: Yeah.
3: I'm still spinning, so I don't
2: Okay. Yes. No, okay. okay, there we go. <sighs> Who would like to say hello?
1: I'm Carol. Hello, Is that that's it. <coughs> Try again. <laughs> Hi, Hello. this
0: is Sean from West Hollywood, California. Good morning.
1: morning. Hello, this is Deb from Illinois. Hello, Deb. Hi, good, good morning. morning. Oh, I'm sorry. Hi, this is Sean from South Florida.
4: Hi, Sean. Good morning. This is Maggie from Atlanta.
1: Hi, this is Jennifer from Switzerland. Hello, this is Marianne Sena from New Mexico. Hello, this is Carol from Sacramento. I won't be on too long, but it would be nice to join you for a little bit. Good morning, it's Lori from Wilmington. Hi, this is Carol from Upstate New York. Hi, this is Teresa from upstate New York as well. Hi, Carol. Hello. Well, that's wonderful. We are quite a big group who would like to start. I'll start. I'm wondering uh, if people would
3: share a little bit more about their divine experiments. And I'm wondering if anyone has written one in regards to
1: health. Has anybody, is anybody interested in sharing anything that they wrote regarding a divine experiment at all? Hi, this is
3: Teresa. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, I, I wrote my first of experiment around a health situation. And I changed the prayer a little bit because I feel like the prayer doesn't sort of address the health situation.
4: <laughs>
3: so I wrote out a little one that's sort of, I guess, similar, but... Um, and I follow that little prayer every day. Teresa, would you be willing to share that with the group? I can. I'm not sure, you know, I it's um I just I didn't follow the G O D S, I just followed the I guess I was looking at the one in the book as I wrote it, but um I say every day with love and gratitude May this health situation be blessed. And my health situation is with my lymphatic system. So I'll say, uh, may this health situation with my lymphatic system be blessed. May every thought and belief related to and contributing to this health situation be blessed. May all conflict in my body, mind, and soul be resolved and only love revealed. I am one in love, one in God, and I am grateful may all beings benefit from this prayer and so it is amen would you be willing to post that on facebook because i love that okay sure i can do that <laughs> thank you yeah that's that's beautiful that's really beautiful I had a couple of years ago a very hard situation with a lot of pain, and I, I don't know what your situation's like, but I can imagine that it's, it's challenging to not focus on on the pain or the, the discomfort that That was really
1: beautiful, what you wrote. Thank you.
3: and we have Lori with a raised hand Lori you can go ahead and share um i'm happy to wait a little while until this discussion okay. about this okay. is finished and i just want because i want to honor that space because it's okay, be sure. different okay okay
1: I really appreciate how you created that your
3: own prayer because i i don't I couldn't fit the one in the book either to a health at least not in my mind yet to a health situation. maybe it doesn't need to fit, but for me it wasn't resonating either, so that was really helpful, and I appreciate that.
1: Morning everyone.
5: How's everybody doing? Good
2: morning. Good
5: morning. So um I only I only have a few minutes because I'm in a self improvement class this weekend, but uh um I'll share my experience of something that I've been Yeah, I just started using. It's not a commercial. Oh, okay. I thought I cut you off, sorry about that. It's not a commercial but but I use but I use something called Mind Movies and basically what I've been doing is I've been creating a digital video board. Um and um and where whereby we put our we whereby we put a, uh, whereby we put something to videos and affirmations and all that sort of stuff and I found after I made my first mind movie is that it brought things to life more for me, um, and that when I woke up the next morning, or during you know sometime during, during the night, I got, I got idea. I got an idea for a great website, which wasn't even part of what I had put in my put in my movie. But um, I was like, okay. I didn't ask for that, and it just and, and it just pops up. This is great. <laughs> so, um, so that's my. So I'm I'm going to be doing more of that, and probably sharing more of my experiences uh, with this with this just for manifesting things.
2: Can anyone relate to this experience of mind movies?
5: I haven't. I I, I took a class with Jennifer many years ago uh, back when she was doing you know, back when she did something at at the Bodhi tree in West Hollywood. It was like a New Year's intention class that wasn't that was actually live, rather than over the phone, uh, and um, she was talking about making a vision board then. And this is sort of like a digital vision board. Um, so, whereby you can play it like every like every day and um, things like that. So, and and bring things to life and visualize things in your mind.
1: Oh, do I hear you say
5: it's
3: like an automated vision board?
5: Well, it it no, it's not automated. It's a you have to you have to you have to play it, and you have to like log into the website, create your movie, and then and then you'll know, play it every day, you yeah, know, as a reminder. But but it it's something to just re, um remind yourself that hey, this is what I'm looking for and. And when you and when you're clear on the uh what uh what uh, on asking the universe for what you're asking for the universe can can uh, provide that
1: Thank you for sharing. Sure.
3: Has anyone else worked on a vision board or would like to
5: share? I'm gonna put myself on 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 you now and I'll be here for like another five or ten minutes, but that's about it.
4: Thank you. Hi, this is Maggie. Um and I apologize, you may hear my husband working on our redoing our back porch so if you hear some hammering it should end when I finish talking. Um, The only thing that brought to to mind for me when you were talking was that I know I've had a lot of experience where where we talk about how we sometimes in our lives energize the negative and part of bringing attention and, and focus to how we think to make ourselves freer is to energize the ideal and a friend of mine who so as a counselor to me who had trained with Jennifer, kind of talked to me in a way similar to how um, this gentleman was just talking in the sense that there was something I was really obsessing about and really realized through talking with her that I, probably 80% of my background conversation script or movie reel going on in my own head was negative. And, you know, she challenged me, imagine if you or to switch that energy to energizing the ideal and what you want this relationship to be and just play that reel instead. You know, If your mind needs a reel to play, you know, just play that one. So that's a little different than an actual literal movie reel, but it kind of related to me because I think sometimes our minds are like movie reels that are, at least mine is, kind of always running. And the idea that we can just sort of give it an alternative script was very um, empowering for me.
5: Yeah, I found that sometimes just just hitting the the mute button <laughs> in our mind sometimes 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 helps with that negative script that that person was just talking about.
1: I would like to share, if that's okay, it's Lori. Um,
3: so I've been reading the book, Zero Limits. I started reading it this week, and I've been practicing the Ho'oponopono prayer. Um, and yesterday and the day before, I tried to just do it continuously and just keep doing it. And at first... I just started with, I love you. Some He had mentioned doing that, and something drew me to do that. And so I was doing that, and I found that for the first 24 hours while I was doing that, I was, I was thinking of my cat that went missing, and I was just getting sad, but I was offering it up. And what I realized the next day as I continued saying, I love you, was that, the only being that I said I love you to on a daily basis was my cat. I wasn't saying it to myself. So all of a sudden I switched it and I started saying the I love you to myself and I realized that was the first time in my life I've ever done that. And it just struck me and I've been sitting with the concept of self-love and what. Is that and what um, what do I do for myself that shows self-love? And I would just love to hear feedback from anyone out there that's willing to share what what your experience with the word self-love is or has been, and what you may do to show self-love. To yourself, I, I would just love to hear that.
0: Hi, this is Sashant from West Hollywood, and I love that um, you asked that question because it's something that I've been kind of um, kind of focusing on, and uh, the way it came to me was I walked into my apartment once and I noticed that my apartment was a little bit messy and I kind of had this sort of like epiphany where I kind of thought to myself, wow, if I were to be taking care of a friend who was sick or my parents or anybody, I would, I would make sure that their apartment was clean and I would do all of these things to make sure that they felt comfortable and relaxed and peaceful and I was like, oh, that's a small thing that I can do for myself. So, like, you know, making sure that my apartment is clean, that I feel for me has been a a little act of self-love. Uh, you know, doing the dishes, like, right away instead of, like, putting them off. Because it, it kind of, like, you know, clears my mind when I come home to, like, a clean apartment. I feel like I... It makes me feel sort of clear. Um, when I'm going to work, I literally imagine, like, myself sitting next to me and my, you know, I holding my own hand. And I just, like, talk to myself. So I talk out loud, and I say, like, hey, babe, how are you feeling? Did you sleep well? You know, I hope you have a good day today. And at work, when I start to feel stressed, I imagine, like, sort of being my own <laughs> boyfriend and being like, hey, you know, it's okay, like, just, just take a deep breath. But I find, like, doing little things like that has really been helping, and it's actually brought up different ways also. Like, when I after I get done from work, I'm like, okay, should I go to the gym? Oh, no, I should go to the gym because I haven't gone in the past two days. And then I imagine, like, what a loved one would say to me. Like, you know, you've had a really long day. You just got back from this retreat, and you're physically tired. Maybe, like, just go home and, like, relax and meditate and just be with your thoughts and yourself. So, you know, that's helped me a lot in terms of, um, loving myself and being gentle and kind to myself, uh, even in terms of um, even in terms of like eating right and stuff. I just imagine like how my best friend would talk to me if I were craving a brownie or something like that. You know, she'd be like, "You know, Sushant, you eat healthy so much. Like you eat pretty healthy most of the time. Like." You know, you like brownies, just have it. You've been so good. So instead sort of like, oh, why do I, I shouldn't eat that brownie or, you know. So I feel like the way that I'm talking to myself has changed quite a bit. And the other day, a friend texted me and she was like, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, I'm hanging out with this really amazing guy. And she was like, oh, my God, who is it? And I was like, it's me. <laughs> And she was like, oh, I'm so glad you're finally seeing what I see. Hmm. It was a really different way for me um, of being or talking to myself or recognizing or acknowledging myself.
1: Thank you so much. That was so beautiful. And it just made me smile and
0: laugh. (laughs) You're welcome.
1: This is Teresa. Um Sushant, that made
3: me smile and laugh too. And I can so I'm like uh can so relate to so much of what you said. Um because I'm I've been very aware and going through right now, um, this strong desire to want to be kinder and more gentler with myself, um, around The whole exercise thing and the eating I do the same thing and I have been trying to catch myself um, because I would you know um, I'm still probably healing a a past eating disorder and so um, I do a lot of that even beating myself up if I treat myself to something Um, and I'm learning to turn that around and um, be kinder to myself in my talk, and I, also what comes up with this is it reminds me of Jennifer saying that you know, speaking to yourself with that, um, you know, um, sweetheart, darling, you know, don't don't think this. You don't need to. You can offer this up. You can give this up, sweetheart, darling. Jennifer, um, I know she she's talked about that. And the the other thing that I've been doing that I've been finding, maybe it's a crutch, I don't know, but helpful is I, I, and I posted it on Facebook, I have brought out um, pictures of myself when I was like three to five years old and put them around. And I have some on my altar and I carry some in my pocketbook. And when I start um, catching myself not speaking to myself in a loving way, I'll one of those pictures out, or I see them, or I have one in the fridge, and I'll look at that little girl, and it'll help to, to pause me, because I would never talk to a little child that way, and that little girl is me, and so um, that's helped me to talk um, in a more loving way to myself, so I don't know if any of that's helpful, but... Um... <laughs> That was awesome, Teresa. Thank you. It's Lori, and and it was so wonderful connecting with you the other night. And you just oh, you, just
4: you too, gave Lori. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so thank you. I love that picture idea of having pictures of myself as a child around and just reminding myself of that. I love that child. Yes.
0: I love that, to I, I I was on a retreat uh, at Joshua Tree over this past weekend, and someone shared that same thing, so it's a great reminder for me to do that. I find myself also, like, when, because I'm, I'm doing the Course in Miracles through the Spiritual Center that I go to, so we have a partner in order to finished the 365 lessons, so every day we call and, like, we do that, and I'm also doing a practitioner training course to the same center and Jennifer's um, Masterful Living, so sometimes I feel, like, overwhelmed with, uh, like, you know, if, like, going to this retreat and coming back, I had, I think, two uh, calls to catch up on and the community calls and stuff. And I started to, like, get into the state, like, oh, my God, I have to do this, this, and that. And I literally, like, had to step back and just tell myself, you know what, Sashant, I'm so proud of your commitment to your spiritual growth. Like, look at everything that you're doing, and I'm just so proud of you for being on this path and continually, you know, just growing. And it was such a different way for me to, like, step back instead of, like, okay, why like why aren't you doing this instead of like this? And So just taking that step back like made me change my mindset of how I went into it. So I said like a little prayer. And I think for me, it's really helped to just imagine that I'm talking to myself as if I were talking to someone that I was dating. Even with my body, like, uh, you know, I imagine what like past exes have said, and what they like about it, or like you know, even like what they would say when I was feeling tired and not wanting to go to the gym, or and um, the what I like about it, and I start to say like, oh wow, and like your arms look really good today, or you know, um, so yeah, I can totally relate to that, Teresa, in terms of like eating and working out, but. I think like even when that stuff comes up, my, my sort of goal with working out has been to find love in working out. And the great things that have happened is, you know, I was doing this boot camp thing called Barry's Boot Camp, and you have to run on the treadmill, make you run on the treadmill, and it's really high intensity. So at some point you're going, like you're running an 11 with a 5-8-9. And sometimes I just feel like, oh my god, I cannot go on and I literally during my run will say like, Okay, Holy Spirit, I, I can I don't know how I'm gonna finish this run, like my legs are moving, but I hand this run over to you. Or when I'm lifting, you know, like if if the weight is too much, like the last two like sets or so, I hand it over to the Holy Spirit and say, like, you know, I need your help. So what that's done for me it's something that I would normally not have thought about, like giving really small things over because I feel like, you know, when there's a big thing, I hand that over. But with small things, like even in terms of like, you know, working out or not knowing, okay, what should I pack to eat for lunch? Or if I have a day that I feel like I have to do all of these different things instead of organizing it in my head the day before, I just say, like, uh, a little prayer, before I go to sleep, I, first of all, tell my subconscious mind, like, okay, subconscious mind, it's a busy day tomorrow, so please, you know, help me do everything as I should. And in the morning, I pray and, like, hand the day over to the Holy Spirit without planning anything, like, how I'm going to do it. I mean, I have things in my mind like these need to be done. But as the day goes by, I realize that I get like these sort of alarm rings or clocks, uh, alarm buzzes in my head from the subconscious mind and the spirit. And before going for my retreat, I just found that there was so much I had to do or that I thought I had to do that I wrote down that I would have to do. And I did, you know, the subconscious mind and like the Holy Spirit really helped me to do just the things that I needed to do. And when I left, I was like, oh my God, I wrote all of these things down and none of those other things I really needed to do. So it's been my sort of guide through small things and big things and it's really become to where I find I have sort of this new friend or new companion, so to speak.
1: That's really... Beautiful, Tushan. That's helpful because
3: um, I think you know. Um, so much of you know, obviously, an eating disorder is coming from I mean, ego and places of deep-seated lack and everything. But um, and I'm I find that I'm always trying to pay having to pay attention with. Eating and exercise and those kinds of things about wh- whether whether they're coming from an ego driven place, um, and I I don't ask enough I guess for help from spirit um, around those things when I'm dealing with them on a day to day basis. So
0: um,
3: so what you said was very helpful. Thank you.
0: You're welcome, yeah. And, you know, like even like yesterday, I had a small piece of brownie. I had a little slice of cake, and I had some like these suckers. And at the end of the day, when I was doing my mastery journal, and, you know, it said, there's a question in there that says, uh, choices I made today that were unsupportive to my body temple. And I wrote those things down. I wrote like eating a brownie, cake, suckers. I wrote those down. But then there were also, like, choices I made today to support my body temple, and I wrote, like, I drank a lot of water, I took a quick nap, I worked out, and so I was comparing them, and I, you know, kind of like what Jennifer says, she says in a prayer, like, Holy Spirit, make the choices, like, really easy for me. The the good choices really easy. And the thing that I realized about eating that brownie, the cake, and the suckers were, like, they were, they were in front of me, and they felt like temptations. So in order for me to, like, not be tempted and not be thinking about it all the time, like, oh, my God, there's that brownie, there's that cake, I ate it just so that I wouldn't be tempted and stuff. And I don't know if that was a good choice or a bad choice, but the one thing that I know that I did it, it was the right choice for me in that moment, because I did it. And the lesson was that, you know, I I don't know if I was completely present in that moment to decide, like, okay, why am I eating this brownie? Am I eating this brownie because I know it's a temptation, so I might as well just get it over with, you know? Or am I eating this brownie because I really want to enjoy it? And, you know, recalling it now, I think I was doing it more of, like, okay, it's there, I'm just going to eat it. Then I won't eat any more, and maybe in that moment, that was the most loving choice that I made, but I know, like, moving forward, I'm really going to kind of be present, like, be be in the now, because even, I, I remember Jennifer saying that all food is good, like, food is food, and it's good, and it's what we put our judgment on food, whether you know, it's good or bad, so I remember thinking that too, and then I started doing this thing where, like, okay, what is in a brownie Egg. Sugar, they're good for me, <laughs> you know, like sugar. Of course, my I need some sugar because if I don't have any sugar, then um, maybe it, my blood sugar will drop and stuff, and I was like, chocolate. Okay, the Mayans had chocolate for, you know, a good immune system, so I started, like, doing it like that, and then I also realized that it was just Piece. It wasn't that I that I just sort of went out of control, which I had the tendency to because there were donuts, and I was like, oh, my God, I want to eat all of this sweet stuff. But I really had to, like, step away and tell even my boss, like, you know what, I'm so tempted to eat these donuts right now. And she was like, well, just have a small piece. And I was like, no, because if I do, then I'll want to eat more, and then it will mess up my things. And so I I didn't really sit with it and, like, talk to myself in terms of, you know, you know, stay focused and, like, you know, you're being supportive and loving to your body and I didn't really do that in that moment. But uh, I think, like, maybe I'll be better next time this happens or I guess I'll share next time it happens how I react.
3: <laughs> right. I think that it's... Easy for me to, you know, where I come from, to be fearful around food and to make, um, make any sugar bad. And it's like you said, Jennifer was saying, you know, it's what we it's what we attach to it um, in our beliefs, I guess. And you know,
0: yeah.
3: I, I I always wrote in that line about how uh, the one about not taking. You know, um, how did I take care of my body temple? And, you know, I have my green drink and my, you know, my medicine water and all that stuff. And then, uh, you know, if I even had, um, I don't know, two squares of dark chocolate, I would put that in the treating my body temple badly. And then I stopped doing that because I thought you're you're not, that's not, just because it was sugar and chocolate, I was writing it as a bad thing. But then I stopped writing it. But no, this is you're doing it. You know, you're doing it partially because
5: it can be healthy,
3: dark chocolate. And in that moment that I'm having it, it's like a, a loving treat to myself. Um, mm-hmm. And so I stopped writing it on the bad on that bad on the line of not taking care of my body temple. So there was a shift in my thinking there. And um, that's great. Yeah, and but I, I I had to have help, you know, Carol, who's on the call, is very helpful in pointing that out to me, um, too, um, just in talking to her with, about that, that, you know, it was my attachment that, oh, it's sugar, it's bad, i got to write it on the, you know, not taking care of my body temple, but, and I've I started to pay attention and try not to be Fearful and be loving and say sometimes you know, um, you know I just you know I just want to uh, treat myself and have do something nice and have a have this little piece of this piece of brownie or whatever it is or even for me it was like a, a mug of hot chocolate was like I was afraid to even do that so <laughs> and then, <laughs> yeah, a nurturing thing on occasion especially in this cold northeast right now. Um, yeah. Just as, um, <laughs> I, and I call it my little cup of love And when I have it And um, as a treat And sort of had a, have a different Relationship to it
0: Yeah I'm really Learning that I really really am Like you know with ice cream And like I mean I wanted ice cream so Bad last night and I just knew like Sort of the self-call that I would Into that's what it was in My Facebook thing last night just what I was about to, like, I wasn't sure if I was going to work out, but then this bully was like, like, you better get your ass to the gym. Like, what the heck are you doing? Do you want to, like, lose everything that you're working for? What's wrong with you? Like, get yourself up right now. Like, and I just, like, sort of panicked because the voice has never been that strong for me, you know? It was always, like, oh, you know, you should just go to the gym. I know you're tired, but just push through it, go to the gym. But, like, for it to, like, even now, like, my heart is beating fast, like, thinking about it or talking about it because it felt so aggressive. And, like, you know, I posted on Facebook, and today I just was thinking about it. And I was like, where is that voice coming from? Like, why is it that aggressive? And I realized that when I was little, you know, my – my, I grew up in Kuwait, in India, and in, in those cultures, education is, like, super, super important. But, like, in the U.S., like, you know, if you're a quarterback and stuff like that, that's, like, a big thing. But over there, if you have a good score in school and you're doing well, that's what sort of thrives. And every time, like, you know, I would be studying, my mom would say for me to get up in the morning and study, and my dad would say it too. And it was really hard for me to, like, study in the morning. And I would fall asleep sometimes and my mom would come and she would throw, like, water on my face or, like, you know, she would my head and, like, bang it on the wall that I'd fall asleep and, you know, they they would say really sort of, like, uh, hard things for, like, you know, a child to deal with at that point. And I realized that I was doing the same, like, you know, it was a combination of my parents' voice mixed with how I feel like I should love my body combined and being just the same way to myself. And it just like, it kind of makes me tear up a little bit now thinking about it because that's that's not how I would treat, like you said, a child, you know, which I was back then. So if a child were trying to like, you know, work out and stuff, so I literally last night I had to pause And I had to change that relationship with the gym, and I was like, okay, how do I want to feel at the gym? And I was like, I want to love going to the gym, and I imagined it almost like taking myself on a first date at the gym. And I was like, all right, sweetheart, you and I are going to have a really great time, and we're going to go to this amazing gym. And it's a gym that I already go to, (laughs) so it's not like a new gym, but... You and I are going to have a really good time. We're going to support each other and we're going to love the different exercises that we do. And normally I'm in the gym with this attitude of like, ah, I've got to get out. I'm just going to do this, this, and this, and I'm going to get out. And I had such a beautiful experience last week where I really took my time and there for two hours. Shazan.
1: Shazan.
3: I... I'm sorry, you're breaking up. you you break oh, okay. up quite a bit. Um, Shassan, thank, uh, thank you so much for sharing. It's Mary. Um, I'm sorry, but uh, Deborah has a hand raised here, so okay. if everybody's okay with that, I'm gonna I'm gonna call on Deborah. Thank you so much. I Deborah, was just gonna offer a couple things that I've found helpful as I've um, looked at ways of eating differently and ways of loving myself differently. And one thing that came up yesterday for me was this just low level of irritation all day long. And I I sort of became aware that it was related to the weekend coming. In the past two weekends, my ego has kind of been rearing its head. And so I just said, I am not listening to you but by the end of the day i was it work was over it was late it was seven, i don't get off till 7:30 and i was hungry and i wanted to go get my comfort what i call now my comfort food which is cheetos and i had to get fill up my car with gas and i went back and forth and back and forth and finally i just said no i'm not going to choose that because i actually experienced discomfort in my body when I eat them by the next morning, I have pain. So um, so I chose not to have them. And so often, um, I mean, sometimes I allow it, but I didn't yesterday. And it felt like so empowering for me to be able to say no to that and then come home and feed myself Um, Whole foods and fresh foods and uh, not processed foods. And in the past, I used to teach weight loss and things and I would talk about the emotional realm and how we need to sometimes take care of us on a physical level before we can get to that emotional level. And... um, then the song, songs for the inner child came up to me and I want to just share that as something to consider listening to. For me, it's been so nurturing to listen to those uh, songs for the inner child. Shania Noel is the, the, uh, whatever, musician and, uh, it's very affirming and it it's like you're talking, it's like she's singing to your child, so it's like you're talking to that three or five-year-old or whatever age it is for each of us. And, um, and then to just allow the emotions to flow around whatever comes up as a release was so helpful. For me, and then this morning I woke up doing, uh, just listening. Sometimes that's one of the guidances, the clearest, right, when I wake up. And what crossed my mind is, because I've been craving sweet stuff too lately, is the affirmation, I am willing to let go of... I, I let go of my sweetness coming from the external. <laughs> that's what it what's what came through. I let go of my sweetness coming from the external and I laid there and I thought,
0: Wow,
3: that is about being sweeter to ourselves. Just internally, that internal critic, letting go of that internal critic and it was just so wonderful for me, and I'm so grateful for all this sharing because it's connecting pieces for me too. So, thank you. Thank you, Deb. Can 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 you post the title of songs for the? I forget what you said it was and who it was. Yeah. Songs for the child. I think I would love to look that up.
1: Sure. Happy to. Thank you. I was gonna
0: ask, does anyone know what the divine water thing is on the worksheet? Because I couldn't find if there was something written in the workbook about the divine water.
1: It's on the website under videos.
4: She has a video for it and some some reference to it. Okay. Oh, I'm just looking, but I'm
3: pretty sure that's where I I found it. Yeah, class videos, it's the first one, and then she's got links to a couple other things.
0: Okay, great. Thank you.
3: It's really interesting. I'd try it. (laughs) (laughs) Kristen from Chicago has written in a question and she's wondering about how to do the divine experiment with a health issue. And I was wondering if anybody of uh, the divine experiments starts in the book on page 118. If anybody um, can relate to that or would like to share or has um, specifically written the divine experiment regarding a health issue. I know we talked about um, that a little bit at the beginning of the call, but um if
1: anybody wants to respond to that This is Teresa. well, um, if she's referring
3: like we talked about before to the the little blessing prayer there It doesn't quite fit the health issue i. You know, I'll I'll post the little one that I wrote. If people find it helpful, they're welcome to use it or, you know, take it and change it to be, you know, um, in a way that it resonates more for them. I'm not sure. Her question may have been answered if she listens to um, what we were talking to about
1: before uh, around the health issue. Yes Did anybody when they were doing their divine experiment um was there any belief system that came up on page one eighteen when you go through the questions, are you willing to have this belief
3: changed that um any belief system underneath in relation to a health issue, or yeah, I think the divine experiment and um, the health issue, or just anything. I I know for me with my health issue, um, I'm not looking at it right now, but um, my health issue is my lymphatic system um, is ruggish and blocked, so I experienced swelling, especially in my left leg. And um, for me, it started um, immediately after a miscarriage. And I, you know, I know for me, my health issue, um, you know, I've always felt it had to do with um, guilt around feeling that I caused miscarriage, some health, not feeling deserving. Um, I know those beliefs have come up with my health issue.
1: Not feeling good enough. I don't know. My core beliefs, they
3: all sort of, I don't just have one. They all blend together, I guess. I don't know. Some people get very clear about their core beliefs, and I just feel like I just have
1: all of these, and... Thank you for sharing that.
3: Um, my design experience, experiment wasn't around a health issue, but it was around body image and how I view my body and how I treat myself because I view my body a certain way, which comes back around to the self-love I had spoken of earlier. But the belief underlying that that I realized I had was It came out, which was interesting, was that only outwardly beautiful people make it in this world. And that kind of shocked me. And I realized I had held that with me. And I had to, and I still am looking at what true beauty really is. And right after I wrote that down, um, I... I had a dream that night, and in the dream, this person, and I feel like the person was surrounded by white light, came and handed me a bracelet with a gem on it and said, I'm giving you beauty, and so I'm I'm still sitting with all of that, but it was interesting that the core belief or the belief that was running me around body image was only the pretty
1: people get ahead. Thanks for sharing that,
0: Teresa. That's great. My thing around body image that came up was, it's really like simple and it was so simple where I said to my, I found myself saying that as, as like as outside so within, so like if I were soft in my body uh, it meant that I was soft in my mind um, and if I was hard outside then I would be hard in my mind so I never really like took my working out to where I was like 100% like hard or anything because I felt that my mind would become hard and then I wouldn't be like soft and loving and kind and so I just replaced that word like hard with strong so I feel like you know like being strong in my mind, and then that to representing also in the outside with my physical body to being strong. Um, And I just, the other day while teaching, I sort of had this epiphany where I started to get in touch with my body and realized, wow, like these legs make me stand up and like, you know, the gravity is so strong and my body is doing such an amazing job just by standing. And the effort and like all the stuff that goes into just standing. Um, so I found that was one of my core beliefs that I I found out by doing the the uh, divine experiment around my body image as well.
1: Let's Mary again. We're approaching uh, the 9
3: o'clock hour and we have another community call that starts soon. So I want to thank everybody for calling in and participating and for everybody who will be listening later. There are so many blessings and appreciate the uh, openness of the group and being authentic with each other, so, that's so healing. It's just so comforting and healing to be authentic and create a sacred space.
2: Lars? Yeah, so thank you all. Everybody, I will pray us out. I've written a short prayer. Let us place our hand on our heart and take in a deep breath of love. We are grateful for this wonderful call. We are grateful for all the wonderful shares that are really a blessing for each one of us. We place every thought of judgment concerning our body image onto the holy altar fire of divine love, for we know that love is our true nature and that we are always supported on our way. We are willing to go on with our spiritual journey, for we have a deep commitment that helps us in every situation of our life. We are opening ourselves up to receive all the blessings in the upcoming week, for we are willing to dedicate ourselves fully to our life of love. Yes, we are indeed the fullness of our Christ's victory, for we are one with everyone. We see everyone on this call enveloped in a wonderful cloud of love that permeates our whole being. And now we share the benefits we have received during this call with everyone, for we are one with all beings, and we are willing to see in every person we will meet a mirror of ourselves. With joy and gratitude, we open ourselves up to receive with a loving heart all messages that are meant for us, all feelings of joy, but also all challenges. So it has been, so it will be, and so it is. Amen. Thank you all for this wonderful call. Blessings to all of you. We love you. Mm. Mm. Thank
3: you. Blessings to everyone. Bye, guys.
4: Thank you, everyone. Love you. Bye. Thank you.
1: Bye. Love you all. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Okay, guys. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Okay. You guys did amazing. Oh, it was just
3: so smooth. It was just so lovely. I felt like you guys jumped in when you needed to.
2: And how did it feel? At first, I felt a little bit uncomfortable with it, but I was so happy that Mary was so power powerful. I would say to pick up the questions because I saw that there was a question typed in, and there yep. was somebody who raised her hand. But I was a little bit unsure to interrupt the conversation because it was so lovely.
3: Yep. Yep, and I think uh Lars that's that's for me the, the biggest challenge is knowing um when you know not wanting to interrupt but at the same time trying to create a space where people more people would like to share, especially if somebody's waiting. And I I you know it's it was a tough call when Shoshant was sharing, you know, I think that I mean, Angela, do you think perhaps I should have asked that question sooner? I mean, I don't I don't know how long is too long for one person to share. There's no you know, line of demarcation. It's not clear. Yeah, and you know, um I just want you to know, so I, I went and stopped the recording and ended the event so none of this will show up and um We've got everybody on hold again, so no one else coming on can hear us. Oh, but let's put it in lecture. Okay, there we go. So we're in lecture, we're held, and everything's stopped. Mary, do you want to go over and stop the teleconference, and then we can come back? Okay, okay. let me see. Um, how does, I think I've stopped it all. I've stopped it all. I clicked all the things. You clicked back? I turned I it, back. it off. I turned the recording off, and then I put end the event. But um the talk show, did you call that line? Did I call them back? You have to flash back over and press star 2. Okay, I'll flash over and press star
1: 2. Okay. okay. Hold on. All right. <sighs> So it was really
2: beautiful. Wow,
3: that was a beautiful prayer. I loved it.
2: Yes, I thought about it a little bit before the call, and it was just coming into it popped in.